Listen up. It's the number one voice of the tri-state. I'm number one. It's clicking up 215. So let the show begin. Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Smooth. It's your girl, Amber Grand. And this is Cooking Up 215, where we get you up close and personal with your favorite artists, entrepreneurs, shakers, and move makers. And today's guest, we have the Wolf himself. Let's get it, man. What's My up? My guy. What's My up guy, with Smooth you? My Amber. How you doing? Looking, doing looking stunning, as always. Thank yeah. You. For those who don't know, you know, Wolf and I, we got history, man. He been here, you know, since we first started this thing, you know, before he even fully transitioned Transition yeah. to Wolf. Yeah, I was nasty. Nah, yeah. uh, first time I came. Yeah, you you transitioning though, because I remember we spoke on it. Yeah, I think the, that probably had the second a, time yeah, you came. Yeah. You no, honestly, I ain't turned until 2017, so I feel like I came here twice, 2014 to 2015, because we or maybe it was 2016 the second time, and I, I probably did mention you, you mentioned it. Yeah, not doing a rap shit as much and all that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I fully transitioned in 2017. Right. We it was like the very beginning. I guess at that point you probably was thinking, thinking of about making it. that transition. Yeah, we're right. You gave us the story on where Wolf came from. The it, originally it was Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That was the full thing. Yeah, so yeah, it wasn't yeah. just straight Wolf. It was yeah. the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, yeah. I might have been here three times then. <laughs> Look, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right here for real, for real. So um, for those that don't know. Where Wolf originated from? Yeah, um, yeah. So the thing is, even when I was calling myself nasty. Now we always refer to ourselves as wolves. Like we'd say we was raised by wolves. We was raised by the pack, and it's because how like we we feel like me and my when I say we, I'm speaking to my friends. Mm-hmm. We feel like we um, embody the innate characteristics of a wolf. Like you know what I mean? Like we move loyalty, unity. You know what I mean? Love, togetherness, and just like you know, wolves hunt together. Right. So like everything we always did, y'all we see me moving in a pack. As a pack. So we always uh, refer to ourselves as wolves, but you know they always refer to me as the wolf because I always be the face. But I wasn't calling myself wolf. That was like an inside thing. You know what right. I mean? And then um, it wasn't until 2017 where um, I was about to speak at a high school, uh, South Philly High, and they had to like introduce me. And like the assistant principal was like, "We don't really feel comfortable saying nasty now." I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's what the kids know me as, whatever. So I'm like, right. no, just tell them Wolf on Wall Street. And then, you know, it was that from there. But the, the Wolf on Wall Street thing came because I got a homie, his name was Shawal. He passed away in 2013. And, um, you know, we always start, we refer to our hood after that as Wall Street. So it wasn't, it had no correlation to the movie, The Wolf of Wall Street or nothing. It was just like, we already called ourselves Wolves. Once we converted and start uh, honoring my man and paying tribute to him with his name, calling our block Wall Street, it was just like, I'm the Wolf. I'm from Wall Street. Mm-hmm. So it was like Wolf on Wall like Street. That. Yeah, you know what I mean? But eventually, I dropped in and just was Wolf WSC because we started Wall Street Entertainment. Mm-hmm. So it was Wolf WSC. But it's so funny because everybody think it's Wolf Wise on the ground. They're uh, like, yo, you boy, Wolf Wise. I was like, yep. It's cool. It's so funny how people take and run with the Instagram names. Yeah, and they like, don't even read the shit. Don't even read the shit. I do right. that shit sometimes. I ain't gonna cap. I do that. You just be going off with that shit. I was telling, uh, you know, um, Kai just was here. I was like, man, I was calling you Lil Key for the longest. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, it's, it's just know. the way you read it on Instagram yeah. until you really get to talk to the person yeah. and understand. That's why I ask, like, yo, how you say this shit? Because uh, I don't want to butcher your you name. Fuck it all up. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. So let's get into this nasty nado before yeah. before we you know get fully into the wolf. Yeah. Um. How you was thirteen when you started running with nasty nado? No, 15, 15, 15? 15. Okay. All right. My sister's wrong. Yeah, she yeah, told yeah. me thirteen. Fifteen. But um, she so probably 15. thought I was thirteen. I was 15. fifteen is still a little crazy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where you get the nasty part from. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's crazy 15. though because everybody assumed like, especially as a young boy, they thought like. 
Yeah, it's probably this nigga probably freaked out. He probably went around <laughs> eating chicks' ass, all yeah. types of shit. He's doing but, something nasty. But it wasn't even <laughs> on that type. It wasn't even on that type of vibe. It was like one of my homies. Like you gotta think. Like when I was coming up, we was doing the party groups and all of that. Everybody mm. had a name. So like your name might have been. I don't know, uh, smooth, was smooth, but it might have been like, you know, they would double the name. Like my man name extra, was Quan, yeah. but we called him Quanny Quan. Nigga name might have been Marky Mark or something like that. Yeah. So for me, you know, I ain't really had no identity outside of just being nah. They were like, how, every time they describe me, they might say Lil Nah, or they might say the boy with the nose. Right. So that was the brand. It was like, that's how they describe him. What nah they talking about? Because there's a million and one nahs. One time my homie, my man Quan, just came home. He's like, yo, I was just up for nah on me. And he was right battling. He said, I don't know this shit to sell in the high. He said, but the nigga said, in the hood, they called me. He said, the whole crowd said, nasty. He said, I thought about you. Yo, we got to start calling you nasty nah. And that's really how simple it was. And, and I just ran with it. Yeah, and it gave me, for real, for real, that gave me a sense of being able to build an identity because it was like, all right, who is nasty now? Like, what what does Big he do? Fans. What do you, what, what how do I identify? You know what I mean? Like, how how can I get this name out there and different things like that? So it really kind of gave me my start on building my brand because it was separate now from all the other Nas in the world. Right, it was like, all right, right, now I'm isolated within my own space. And yeah, then, you your own Nas now. Yeah, yeah, you feel me? So, you know, but it came with backlash, of course. Motherfuckers are going to want to know. Yeah, that nasty Ooh, shit. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, that shit ain't about nothing. They asking you, like, is you really nasty? Yeah, but it working in favor when you're dealing with a girl because her mind get curious. And, like, yeah, then, yeah. like, you get it. I, I had a reputation for having chicks, so it's like... You know, they just want to say they fuck with me, so more girls gonna want to fuck with me. They fuck you know what I mean? You. That shit was ever since then. Like it never, it never stopped. You know what I'm saying? That shit just what it was. That's funny. Yeah, you know, I even became a rapper off that shit. Like you know what I mean? Like so, it was crazy trying to rebrand with that because they like nasty. Now I throw parties. Like now, now he in the street. Now he rap. Like it was like having a transition from being looked at like a party nigga. Right. You get what I'm saying? Because that's how people look at you. Like, you the party boy. And then you trying to be a rapper. And yeah, but it's like you know I. I I pioneered that rap shit though. I was on for my generation, what I'll say, because I was the first one of my era that started rapping. It mm -hmm. started a movement. Like it was nobody it's no it's a fact. It was nobody before me. Like they literally all started after me. Mm. And you know, we all caught our waves and you know, I took the platform for as far as I could and then I, I pivoted. Like I do so well. Right, right. You know, we pivot kings out here. Yeah, for sure. You got to, You got bro. to be. Yeah. I don't want to be looking up and they like, yo, this the nigga, the rapper that never made it. <laughs> and then you stuck there. <laughs> no, Sitting I ain't. in the rocking uh -uh, chair. Nigga, I pivoted. I did not make it. Nigga, yeah. I didn't want to rap no more. I didn't, I retired. I walked out on top. You got to know when it's well, time to, you know, make that change, make that yeah. switch. Yeah, I'm saying, for sure. It, it's funny how when you say, like, how uh, they gave you your name, yeah. Nasty Nah, yeah. and it's like, when I think about it, like, that's really how a lot of people got their nicknames was during that era, yeah. when you had, like, um, Ambush. Yeah, that's, all the, all that's the way, yeah, 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 that's the like, era. Yeah. we really got names, because I was, I remember the day I was sitting there with my man, and he was just like, yo, like, damn, we need a name for you, because yeah. I'm like, I don't know, I'm like, I, I can't think of nothing, yeah, he's like, sure. yo, smooth, because you be too smooth, like, you just too cool. And that shit just stuck ever since then, and that shit really just yo no bullshit. Been there too. It's crazy because I realized that like you can't get yourself a nickname like that's corny. Yeah, shit. somebody got like, somebody got on you. I actually gave all of my friends their nicknames. Mm. Every last one of them. Pimp. Every last one of you them. You gave Pimp a joint. Pimp, Blue, GG, motherfucking uh, any one of my friends you see me with actively. You know what I'm saying? Except the niggas that didn't grow, grow up with me that I met along the way. Right. But yeah, no, anybody that was in RNO, you know, when we was doing RNO, I gave them all. I don't know how. Like, every last one of them, I gave them niggas their nickname. Like, every every single last one of them. 
That's like right. not near no, but my man Quan gave me my nickname. You know what I'm saying? That's how you know your name gotta. It gotta be bestowed upon you. Yeah, you know what I mean? Cause it just was fitting. Like pimp name was just fitting. It was like we ain't about to feel it. Keep calling this nigga Marcus. Like <laughs> son gotta give. Like you feel what I'm saying? So you know it was just like damn, like, he nigga smooth as shit. You feel me? Cool, kind, collective, and that nigga love. Like you feel me? Love him some chicks. So I was like, man, this nigga pimp. Pimpin' you know nasty, I mean? nah, yo. That's crazy, right? <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. Freaky combination. Like, freaky, yeah. crazy. That's a crazy word choice, but no, I get it. We just yeah, like no, that's just freaky. <laughs> crazy. But no, I mean, I just like that shit. I don't know. He wasn't even pimp at the time. I mean, matter of fact, matter of fact, yeah, I'm tripping. Yes, he was. Because by the time I was rapping the shit, yeah, I was still nasty. Nah, he was still pimp. Yeah. So yeah, definitely go back. It just wasn't during the party days. So did you did you outgrow the rap? Yeah, I'll say that. Every time somebody asks me that question, I answer it differently. Okay. It just depends on how I feel that day, right? Yeah. Because sometimes I'll be looking at it like, yeah, like I just really got burnt out from it. A lot of shit was happening in real life. And um, you know what I mean? It was like, I don't know what I'm a Sagittarius. Like when I'm on sun, I'm I'm on it passionately. Right. And I ain't really one of them astrological niggas that's like all into that. Yeah. But the fact the facts are some of that should be accurate. Yeah. And for me, that's a fact. I'm a free spirit. So it's like when I ain't into something no more, I, I got to either go break the knob or I ain't about to play around with it. And for the music, I feel like through my maturity, even as a person, I felt like I was a person that was like kind of like my lifestyle was matching my raps. So once I kind of was segueing from the street shit, it was like I didn't even know what my identity was about to be to rap about it. Okay. I would have had to live doing some other shit to talk about it, or I would have been out the streets rapping about the streets, mm. and that just didn't sit right with me. Yeah. So like I said, I answer that question different every time, and I think I probably wanted to answer it even different than that, but for the most part, it would just gave me the voice. I had to rap for people to listen to me talk. Mm. You know what I mean? And I always, I never thought that I was stuck as a rapper. Like I used to stop, come back, like. I don't know. I just understood that I was talented as a writer in general, and um, I just never—I I never felt like I had to limit myself. I was writing undefined at the time. I had other movie scripts that never even came out. I was writing songs for other people. You know, I still be writing. I well, not at this particular day, but past rapping, I still was writing songs for artists that I was working with and shit like that. Right. Like, so it ain't like I really stopped. I'm—I'm I'm a writer. That's how I'm writing my book. Like exactly. You got a book it's just my talent. Right? You know what I'm saying? We're gonna get into that as well. For sure. For sure. I wanted to get into something that's uh, probably a little more personal, but I feel like um, it's really. Something magnificent in in this sort because yeah. you know you, you you so you know you outside yeah for sure you don't you don't limit yourself you're not scared of nothing you take everything head on you know yeah. I know you personally so I know how you get down yeah yeah for and sure and I feel like you know your story of what you went through as a kid yeah for somebody else could be inspirational hundred percent to, to not feel like you got to timid yourself or walk around like you're different or you can't yeah, do yeah, what yeah, yeah, do yeah yeah for sure so I know. Uh, as a youngin, like you, you was a premature baby, yeah, and everything yep. like that. Yeah. So you went through a lot of surgeries, and yeah, everything like that. Yeah, I was in the hospital, shit, every year till I was like maybe like eleven, and I don't even know if I was done with the hospital journey. I know I told myself like, man, I ain't doing that shit no more. Fuck that because I'd be missing like full um, marking periods in school through mm. my surgeries and shit. And mm. you know, I can't, I was born, my mom was like seven months pregnant, probably close to seven months, mm. you know what I mean? So I was premature and I spent the first like 11 months of my life in the incubator. You get what I'm saying? Like in that drone when you still in the spittle. Right, you know right. I mean? Then I came home for like the first year after that on a heart monitor. So like, you know, I don't remember much about being, it's weird as shit because I remember little shit from being like a toddler where I'm like, yeah, I can't say I remember it vividly, but, but like you, you get certain incidents I remember. 
And yeah, I, I remember certain things. Like even my mom might remind me or whatever the case may be. But she said, it's so funny to me because my mom always tells the story of how she delivered me. She said, I delivered myself. She's talking about, you came in the world like you was late for your meeting. Like, she like, <laughs> I said, damn, that's probably why I was never I patient. I can believe that, though. Yeah, she, like, you was, came. Yeah. she said, I told the doctor I was going in labor. And uh, they was like, no, nah, man, there's no way. Like, there's no way you're going to labor. So I'm going to labor. They said he walked out, came back, and I was hanging out the joint. She's like, I oh told you God. this nigga was coming. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I had a lot of health conversations. I couldn't even, I, got, I wasn't even able to play sports until I was like 11, like medically clear. Like, I used to do it in the hood. But like I used to always had to, I, like stuck cause I had a little heart murmur too, you know, you got a little hole in your heart. Mm. So I had that little thing so that like it was, it was fucking with my breath a lot. So I was right. a lot of shit I couldn't do. So for me, when I got medically cleared, I told myself I wasn't allowing nothing to stop me from doing what I wanted to do. Right. Because I already had so many limitations on me. Ah, oh, you You're can't not do this. Be limited I'm again. doing therapy three times a week. And I, I used to be angry as shit as a kid because of that shit. Because like you, when you're young, you don't understand. I'm in a spittle by myself. Mm. So you you spend a lot of time in there. I'm looking at this little-ass TV that they got. You know what I mean? They might bring the game in every now and again. Or it's just me in the, in the four walls. And like I, when I think about the key things that happened through that process was, I feel like I, I might have developed abandonment issues in that moment because I used to develop attachment to the nurses. Right, and then two weeks later, I got a different nurse. Oh, and right. I, it ain't get. I wasn't getting no explanation. Like, oh yeah, you know, she's just going. Yeah. yeah, I just don't know what the fuck happened. You know what I'm saying? So that happened, and then on top of that, it just was a lot of time for me to sit there and think and reflect, and that's why I felt like I got a deep sense of self, mm. like so young and all of that, because I used to always wonder why me. Like, why I'm the only kid? Well, other kids in there dealing yeah. with some shit, too. Right. But, but I mean, out of, my, like, out of yeah. my people, like, why me? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I thought, well, I said, you can't be feeling bad for yourself. Like, even if somebody you're going through some shit, like, I said, say, you, I stopped looking at myself as a victim. I stopped looking at myself as a survivor. Yeah. So, it's like, fuck feeling bad for myself. It's like, what can I do with the opportunities that I got versus me looking at all the opportunities that they took from me? Right. And that really was my mindset at a young age, you know. But I used to bully people because of that shit, too. I used to be like, man, my life harder making your life harder. Mm. But that wasn't the right way to go about it. But, you know, that's just what you hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. Hurt people, hurt people. So when you're a so kid, sad. you don't know no better. You're like, damn, you laughing at me? Watch this. Fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, watch this. Yeah, I'm going to show you. It's like a self-defense mechanism at some point, too. 100%. You know what I mean? And it came from a lot of insecurities. Cause you're young, so it's like you can't describe what you're feeling or what you're going through. You yeah, it's, it, it becomes yeah, you. I'm angry. Fuck right, it. a I'm physical emotion. Yeah, you don't know how to deal with it with words, yeah. especially growing up in a black community where we don't, you know, emphasize on communication. Yeah, for sure. Where we all we do is physical. Everything you see, everybody you know, you watch how they react physically yeah. to certain things. So you don't know about who talk to your mom and yeah. talk to your dad Express and yourself. get the shit off right and get it off your chest. Yeah. Now you just acting up or acting out and they wondering why you acting up and yeah. acting out. But that's why Are they saying it ain't that deep. Yo, they pushing it off, yeah. not knowing how you feel. Yeah, for sure. Now you saying my feelings is insignificant. Yeah, you ain't got sure. another reason I'm angry. Yeah, real shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I advocate, you know what I mean, for communication. I call myself a communication specialist. You feel what I'm saying? Like, because I, I, I not only know how to communicate, articulate, you know, understand, but also I know how to help other people understand. And that's like a big thing where it's like, Communication really is the key, but understand is like understanding is like the door. Mm -hmm. the communication goes in the door, but if you understand and you open up to whatever the perspective might be for you or the next person, that's going to actually allow for communication to be effective. So mm -hmm. it's like a two-sided, uh, two-sided coin: communication and understanding. But yeah, you know. Yeah, I feel like, man, that's, it's, it's inspiration on a whole different level because not yeah. too many people talk about going from that 
in that transition into becoming a man and you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and a man like yourself as yeah. well. Like you successful in a lot of different areas. Yeah. In a lot of different areas and ways. Yeah, because I ain't gonna play with nothing I do. Yeah, you take shit serious. Everything. Even that's why when you said that you, you know, you came out like you was running late for your own party, I'm yeah. like, I yeah. can yeah. see that. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, yeah. I know how he acts. Yeah. I know yeah. that he's gonna be an animated yeah. to get out there, you yeah. like I, I got shit to do. It's my fault I'm <laughs> premature. I had to take accountability. I was rushing. I'm yeah. like legs, arms, head. I'm coming out. <laughs> I got shit to do. I'm coming the fuck out. <laughs> World get ready. You know what I'm saying? But it fit. Listen, I know you was waiting, so I, I want to get into this food, and we're yeah. going to get into the book. All right. You know what I'm saying? You ready? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, let's get into it. Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Smooth. It's your girl and we're The Wolf. We got the Wolf. We about to get into this food. We be right back. Let's go. It's our favorite part of the show. That's your favorite. Yes, sir. Ah, chef. What you got cooking? You already know. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Amber Grand. It's your boy, Smooth. And we back with Hooking Up 205, and we here with the Wolf still. Yeah, let's get it. How y'all feeling? Y'all feeling good? Feeling great. Feeling I'm great. I'm feeling good, too. Ready to get into this food? Yes, we get into this food. Y'all say Gracie, y'all die right there. What's up? You gonna bless us? Let's do it. I'm blessed in my head already, so All I'm right. oh, No, you got to do it out loud now. You done spoke it up. Come on, let's get with the blessing at. Dear Holy Father, I thank you bless this food that we're about to receive. Let's go. I to nourish and replenish us, and I pray that it's safe to eat. In Jesus' name we say amen. 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 Okay. Shit, we don't never shy away from no blessings on this okay. side. You know what I'm saying? Nah, for real. All right, yeah, yeah. yeah couple, couple people come through, you know what I'm saying? That's the situation. You never know, you know, what, what certain people get into, so. Yeah, for sure. We let people do their customs. So. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. How you feeling about that fish and rice? The rice is good. Yeah, it's cool. I'm about to tell you what the fish tastes like. Mm-hmm. It's a little different for me, but you ain't never did the, the whole. I never had it, but I've seen people have it. Right. I never had it myself, though. No. I feel like it tastes the same, and just the look be like fucking people heads up. That's how it been. It be all in their head. It do hit. I think it hit a little better if you ask me. If you can eat tilapia, like, you can eat this because tilapia is. It's tilapia. I mean, tilapia isn't, isn't that a fake fish? Like it's. They say it's man-made. It's man-made. You can't mm-hmm. find it in the wild, only in a fish farm. That's what they say. But broccoli is also man-made. They're pretty good, though. Broccoli is, too. Broccoli? Yeah, you know that? Did you know no. that? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Broccoli fake? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just fucked my whole life up. <laughs> we <been> fucking <laughs> that broccoli up, don't you? Fucking it up. Like, real bad. But, um, my man, well, you're an accomplished author now. Yeah. Let's talk about the book. What was it, uh... Men don't cheat or cheating is not cheating? Cheating is not cheating. Yeah, I thought it was cheating. I wanted to know cheating. what that was all about. Uh, Where did you come up with that? I mean, the, the title itself is a fact. You know what I'm saying? Cheating is not cheating. I ain't just saying it because it sounds cool. You know what I'm saying? It's a fact. But, you know, uh, it's cheating not cheating because it's subjective and perspective based. So, you know, all three of us sit right here on this platform, but we all have our def- own definition of what cheating is mm-hmm. and what works for our relationship. So to say cheating is cheating is to say that we all agree that one is one way to operate, but with the different variations to the relationship nowadays, it's like you literally have to have that conversation with your partner on what you consider to be cheating. Right. You know what I mean? Now, if you cross those boundaries, that is cheating. That you but agreed on. Each cheating is different for different relationships. There's no universal law that just says like, this is the only thing that's cheating, and we all agree on that. So cheating is not cheating because I'm saying it's not. It's not just one thing way to look at it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But as far as in the book itself, is a guide to communication and understanding. 
and it just encourages the conversation. So many people get in relationships with people and they never had that talk. They just assume that they on one page. Like somebody just assume that, oh, if you fuck somebody else, then that means you cheated. Then somebody else like, well, maybe I don't even want you having friends of the opposite sex, sir. Maybe I don't even want you doing certain things on Instagram. So it's like the conversation goes far beyond physical, you know, intimacy and different things like that. And the book is to spark that. The mm. title alone, most people, they judge it. And I always tell people, you can tell about where you at in your own life. Because you judging my book off the title says more about you than it does about me. Right. Like, you know what I mean? You ain't gonna say, I wrote the book. So whatever to be said is said, but you not even reading it and having an opinion, that says a lot. Your perspective, the way you judge it is based off how you feel mm-hmm. subconsciously. Yeah, because if you ain't even going to give it a chance, you're going to allow four words to stop you from getting 200 uh, plus pages of valuable information. That's on you. We judging <laughs> the book by its cover, literally. And you're saying, don't do that. Don't yeah. do that. Don't do that. So yeah, the book been out for two years now, and I'm working on my second book. And um, mm. yeah, that's, that's something that I got in the works. I don't have no date for it, but... You got a name for it? No. Nah. And if I did, I wouldn't release it today. I'm like a, a shock factor type of person, like... Okay. You're going to find out the name when I drop the title. I mean, the book cover. Right. And then everybody be like, oh, shit. Why the fuck? is still not cheating. Why the fuck you do that? Like, <laughs> that's the type of person I am. I never really was big on, like, previewing. But I will let y'all know that it's in the works. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been in a good space, though. I just came off a 90-day fast. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, tell them the details yeah. of the fast. Where was you fasting from? Uh, well, I'll start with the big ones. No sex. You know what I'm saying? No masturbation. No For dating. 90 days. No alcohol, no clubbing, no dates. Um, just really spend a lot of time journaling, self-reflecting, mm. and just in ground mode, creating a schedule. Like really, I really have went into a position where I'm like, like, cause like Nick, y'all playing with this shit. You feel what I'm saying? I'm speaking to the camera and I say that as like, I just know where you wanna be and is you doing the thing that you gotta do. Mm-hmm. And if I can't turn down some sex for a couple, like, you feel what I'm saying? If I can't turn down going out, if I can't turn down alcohol, then that means I'm not disciplined as a man. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like for me, like one of my biggest distractions has always been women. Like I'm very open about knowing that I'll make some time. Like three in the morning, I'm dead <laughs> tired. Damn, that shit only 30 minutes. <laughs> I'm feeling go. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And I said, yo, like that shit is slowing me down. So I had to prove it to myself. It wasn't for nobody else. It really was for me. For and so. in that time frame, I literally, because I just turned 30, so I felt like it literally was the perfect detox to go into my 30s. Like, I needed to detox everything I did in my 20s to become what I want to be in my 30s, to become what I want to be in my 40s. It got to start somewhere. And for me, it started with going at the thing that distracts me the most. You know, the thing that might motivate me in some way, but at the same time, it's taken away. So once I was able to, I got to tell you, if you can control your dick, bro, you can get way more done. You know what I mean? And I, I say that even to the men that's listening. You gotta, you gotta be able to. And I say this with all due respect, but women not going nowhere. And that's a fact. if you put all your time into yourself, they ain't gonna do nothing but be more attracted exactly. to you. Cause like they want you to have something, but if you ain't got shit because you giving, it's Too busy crazy. chasing chips. Yeah. Like they do. I'm gonna just say this. Like you might hear a woman say, "I want to be number one," but that's not. We got too much ambition and inspiration and energy to put a woman first. She's not even. We're gonna be annoying as shit if we really put a woman first. Like a man with no purpose is that just up your ass all day, texting you, FaceTiming you, wondering what you're doing, what you're wearing. You going, you going like we don't that? that. You know, She's trying to get rid of them. They just want to feel significant in your life. Yeah. Like so, it's like nigga, do what you gotta do because we gotta be cool, but. Still make them feel significant, you Take know what I mean? Take them out time to time. You know what I mean? It's like quality time over quantity time. Like, I make sure, like, even with the hours I spend with my kids, I'm, I, I'm just, I practice that through my fast. Like, all right, I got one of my daughters full time, and I get my other daughter on the weekends. It's like, 
And that's my choice because she older, so she be wanting to do her own thing. Right. But it's like, damn, and I'm about to have her for a time. But to say the least, it's like one of the things where like, all right, it's not just about having them. It's about the time I'm spending, the conversations we have, and activities. Same thing when you're going out. Like, I might can't give a girl all my time, but if I take you out, you're going to have the time of your life. And it might be once a week or once every two weeks, but we could talk and we could communicate. But don't expect me to be, like, my priority ain't that. Like, I got shit I'm trying to accomplish. And I hope the men watching this can understand that because y'all niggas is playing with this shit. Y'all look up, y'all. I'm 30. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm young. You 40, you still young. You 45, you still young. You got, you can still start your life at 45 and, and within five years accomplish the shit you're trying to accomplish. But if you keep playing with this shit, you're never going to get there. So I had to fast. And I know a lot of you motherfuckers in this room today was like, oh, man, I can't do the 90 days. And a lot of people was looking at me like that. Like, yo, I can't do 90 days. But it's like, bro, you can't go three months without saying. Some of y'all niggas have been to jail for longer than three months. Yeah. What was you doing? Right. You get what I'm saying? No, it's like, you, you, so you got to just mentally... Put yourself in a position where you say, you know what, I ain't doing that shit. Like I'm cool, and it's be, I accomplished so much. Like I'm a, I, I'm gonna share something with y'all. Like I come for one, I reunited with my dad. Me and my dad wasn't, we wasn't beefing, but we just wasn't talking. Right. But in my fast, the first thirty days, it was confusing. I didn't know what to do. I'm like, yo, I'm used to going out. I'm used to texting chicks. I'm used to doing it. I don't have shit to do. Like new, I got no fucking schedule. I'm like, what am I doing? Uncovering new land. Yeah, because but it was no land to uncover because I didn't even know where way to start. Mm -hmm. But I prayed every day, journaling, just. You know what I mean? Just going through a little shit and shit was unfolding. Second 30 days, self-reflection now. I was like, all right, what areas do I feel like I need to heal from? Like, where do I feel like holding me back? What am I afraid of? Because we men, we got fears. A lot of niggas act like we fearless. No, I'm not a bitch. It's a difference. But right. I have fears. But I, the difference between me is I'm going to face my fears head on. We move through those fears. You know what I'm saying? But I still need to know what 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 am I afraid of? And mm -hmm. sometimes it, it well, it's never a person. Right. Sometimes it's your own potential. Sometimes it's, you know what I mean? Different things like that. So I'm like, all right. Going through that, reconnect with my dad. I start going through the self-reflecting part where I'm like, damn. So now the last 30 days was about what do I want to do moving forward now? I done went through the confusion, clarified that, went through the self-reflecting, realized where I was lacking that. Now for these next 30 days, what the fuck am I trying to come out of here with momentum? What am I trying to do? Mm. And I was able to, you know, I turned a lot of my life. Like certain shit, is, I'll unfold at another time. But I'm going to just, this is a, uh, 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 something that I haven't even released yet to Instagram. And it's something I'm going to post really soon, but I was able to get certified as a relationship coach. Yeah, like I didn't even know I wanted to go into that lane. Wow. Even though I'm in that lane already with yeah, the book like and all you, that. You're in there so you would think that you thought about this? No, it never crossed my mind. I was the nigga that I have on red every day and be like, they'd be like, red's your favorite color, ain't it? No. Like, nigga, you wear red every day. That ain't your favorite color. No, I'm black my favorite color. You just do this. So yeah, so it was like something that I never even thought about, but it's like, I do that shit. I do that with all of my friends' relationships. Everybody called me for advice, but I was confused, like I'm telling you, like I was doing the marketing thing and helping people with that, I got the network, I was doing all that stuff, but none of it was feeling like, ah. Mm -hmm. So within this fast, the clarity came, it hit me, it was like a smack in the back of the head, it was like, I'm like, oh, I just had a wake up moment, like, yo, like, I'm about to be the biggest, because I'm, I'm not playing with it. So now that I know what I want to do, and I did it, and I took the time to actually take the course, and through that 90 days, finish that shit, and I ain't tell nobody because I wanted to prove to myself. To I didn't yourself. want nobody holding me accountable. It's all about I didn't want nobody looking at me like, oh, yeah, yeah, did you finish it? It was like, no, I'm not telling nobody until I get my certificate and my mm. shit came. And like I said, y'all getting exclusive because nobody know that. You know what I mean? But I was in a real confused space, and I'm like... In the summertime, I'm in Miami, I'm in Atlanta, I'm in Houston, I'm chasing chicks. I'm yeah, like, yeah, you doing your thing. No, I'm on bullshit. I'm on bullshit. <laughs> like I'm not doing my thing. I don't want you to think I was doing. I'm There's on no bullshit. Thing in our community, but, but it's bullshit because it's like I'm about to turn thirty, and that's young. But it's like 
I'm playing around with this shit. You wasting some time. And I kept, I got a lot of friends that's in position that I want for myself. Happy for them, but I want my own. And it's like the conversation has always been the same, bro. Yeah, I was just working at this shit for ten years, and I was just consistent, consistent, consistent. I'm like, <laughs> what have I consistently did for the last ten years? So I'm not playing with this shit no more. Right. I'm not going ten years from now. We're not going to be talking about what I. You going to see it? And I had to go on a fast because I had to prove to myself that I could. I can control me. So you with the relationship coach. Yeah, I'm in a relationship. I'm the coach Okay, now. Cupid. I'm the author. I'm the coach. I'm the wolf. So but, when, when you talk about like not playing with this shit, are you talking about the, the coaching? I'm talking about life, bro. Stop playing with this life. shit. Like, okay. you know what the fuck you want to do. Get up and do it. What are you playing? I'm not saying you. I'm saying general. Like, general. general. Yeah, yeah. I understand what you're saying. Somebody sitting here watching this shit know what they want to do, but keep playing with this shit. Mm-hmm. Stop playing with it. And like, I say that shit with so much passion because you're only playing with your own self. That's what I'll be trying to get across. When you're wasting your time, you only wasting your time. Yeah. And a lot of this shit, like, I'll be trying to have these conversations with my son. It's like, he 14, but it's, it's at that age where you can start doing shit at, you know, the world we live in. Yeah. yeah. When I was 14, I was selling CDs and shit. Yeah. Like, I was on my hustle, on my grind. It's like, bro, you can do shit. You want to play games all day, you you accountable for yourself. So you know the gamer shit really is a thing though. Tell him if you're gonna play the game all day, do it to that level. Some money off it. But he ain't even doing right, he ain't even doing it that level. And I keep trying to tell him that too. I'm like, you wanna be on, you wanna rap, or you wanna do TikTok. Well, take that shit serious because all you're doing is wasting your own time. Alright, let me put you on game, right? I'm gonna be real with you, right? And this is something that I even had to understand, even through having a conversation with my daughter. She's 13. I didn't realize like, even that like I don't even tell kids that's less than like probably like 20, 21 to focus on money because they need to be focusing on development. He need to be developing his core principles as a man. Like I'm teaching my daughter self-love and morals and different shit like that. Mm-hmm. What kids may be because these are the tools that they're going to use through adulthood. He don't have a responsibility for him to understand the value outside of the shit he want. He ain't going to get evicted. It's on you to pay the bills. Right. So you trying to make him not make him things like, yo, you know what? You need to. Be on top of this shit because you got the opportunity. But in reality, as a man, we only learn from pressure and consequences. He ain't feeling no pressure. You feel that's it. The, right. That's the problem. You get what I'm saying? But even it, it ain't that I want to teach him about the money. I want to teach him dedication. The same way you feel Respect. to put that time in. Yeah. Because that, that was always our problem. Like yeah, you stop said, playing with it. We running around. We chasing women. We yeah. bullshitting. Yeah, for sure. We, we dipping our pinky toe in this shit knowing we could really smash it if we want. Well, shit, I'm God, trying to teach him, up. don't fuck with it. If you're going to do it, do it. It yeah. ain't even like, he know money. I got you. But yeah. put your time and really work at shit. Yeah, that's real shit. Don't half ass it. You're yeah, going to do it, sure. take it all away. But so you got the book. You got the relationship coaching. Yeah. You got the network. Yeah, What's going on with the network? You got the couch? Yeah, the couch. I was able to build that platform up in less than a year. It was something that I always thought about doing. The name, the couch, was inspired by um, therapeutic conversations. I feel like when you go to therapy, you go sit down on the couch. Big facts. So the type of conversation I like to have is conversations like this. Mm-hmm. So, like, I like to get, like, how y'all like to get your favorite people up here? I like to get your favorite person, but get them in a vulnerable space, have a therapeutic conversation. Mm-hmm. About whatever, like maybe it's upbringing, or maybe it's your future, or maybe it's just your mindset in general. And I'm, but I'm segueing even from that, and more so going into helping people with their relationship issues on the show, which is something that I haven't done. But That's people right. ask me to do, but I just, like I said, I'll be, you'll be in your own way at times. I'm like, no, yeah, you're your biggest critic. I'm single, so they might. I'm like, man, fuck y'all. And I'm saying, I hope y'all see this shit. I don't. <laughs> that shit ain't got nothing to do. Listen, coaches, coach, players, play. 
I'm a fucking coach. Have you ever had your heart broken? I mean, I got betrayed. I don't go. She wasn't my the love of my life to say my heart was broken. I guess it. Mom, still break your heart. No, because not in a way, not romantically. No, yeah, not romantically. But it definitely was. It was. It was salty for yeah, sure. Salty. Yeah, about to say yeah, the exact same word. Yeah, you be salty. Yeah, I was salty as wow. shit. But you know that shit lasted every bit of like a day. And the reason I say that because. I told y'all when I was going through that shit in the hospital, I don't got a sympathy mind. I don't feel mm. bad for myself no more. Right. So when I pulled up on her to talk about the situation, she laughed in my face. Oh, no. Nah. I ain't feel bad no more. I was like, all right. Oh, you said okay, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> you don't care. I don't care. Right. I'm a Sagittarius. I hate to keep saying that shit, but certain shit just don't bother me. I know on TikTok, they was mad as shit that I said that. Like, yo, this nigga talking about astrology shit. I don't care. Like, that's what it is. Like, certain shit just don't bother me. Like, I, like, I knew that I'm going to be me regardless. And I upgraded out of every situation I've ever been in, I only got better. You Ain't no chick looking back at me like, damn, what happened to him? Nah, you see what the fuck going on. Yeah. <laughs> you see me. Okay. See what's going Outside. On. I like it. I like it. So, what can the people look forward to seeing from now in the near future? I'm about to turn this shit the fuck up. I'm about to break the knob. I'm a relationship coach. First time I identified that as my title. Y'all know me from marketing, for being an author, for being a music manager. Fuck that music shit. Fuck that marketing shit, unless I'm marketing for myself. I got the Wolf Network, and I got this coaching business that I'm probably going to launch to top of next year. And yeah, I'm on, I'm, I'm on what I'm on. I'm working on my second book, and I'm taking this shit one day at a time. I have no rush. I'm not putting no timeline on it. I'm allowing God to illuminate my path and show me which way to go. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I'm not playing with it. So if y'all take anything from this conversation, stop playing with this shit. Like, stop playing with it. Go Take after it with it. 90 days changed my life. I turned a lot of shit around that I dug holes for myself in my 20s, and I left that shit in my 20s. Now I'm going to my 30s. I'm in my winning season. It's up. That's the okay. thing. We definitely all got to uh, fill those holes in. Got to. At some point, I don't care if you're 36 or 46, go fill them fucking holes that's holding you back and go down that road that you're avoiding because of them holes and fucking break the knob. <laughs> Mash the gas. Take that shit to the top. Well, and that's what I'm on. I'm about to be the littlest relationship coach y'all know. Yeah, okay. fuck Kevin Samuels, right? I ain't gonna say but, um, fucking because I, I fuck oh, with. I mean, not fucking. No, it ain't even. But you, but you trying to go, you know? Yeah, take no, I got a lot of. Up. I just started watching his shit. Sad that I caught him after he passed away, but I fuck with what he's talking about. Yeah. Don't no, be we like still, him. We still going up. I'm my own person. I'm the wolf. Let the people know. Yeah. It's a success, but let the people know where to follow you as well, so they can keep at Wolf WSC on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Christian Mango. No, I'm not on Christian Mango. I'm fucking with y'all. I cannot. Well, listen, y'all already know it's the wolf. It's your boy Smooth. It's your girl Amber Grand. It's cooking up two and five, and we out of here. Let's, Let's get go. It.